You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah Pesach Israel 5784, 2024. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Mishpatim. I'd like to share with you a small medrash at the beginning of our Parsha, and a longer medrash at the end of our Parsha. And although they don't seem to have any connection, I'd like to share with you a thought that is the connection between the two of them. The Medrash at the beginning of our parsha is going to the Pasuk, These are the laws, and as is the way of the Medrash, as is the way of Chazal, we want to understand the connection between the end of the previous parsha and the beginning of the new parsha. At the end of last week's parsha, it spoke about the fact that there's a ramp. You need to have a ramp going up to the Mizbeach, up to the altar, in the Mishkan, in the Temple. And the reason for that is, says the Torah, so that as the Kohen is walking up, his private his private areas are not revealed. So the Medjish points out something and says like this, Don't go up on steps. When you walk up on steps, so that has the effect of revealing a person's private areas. So we want to understand two things. First of all, what's the connection between the idea of having a ramp going up to the Mizbeach, to the altar? What's the connection between that and the concept of Ve'ela Mishpatim? These are the laws. That's question number one. Question number two is, V'chir Vasan Shalkoyana Ve'ela Mishpatim? Vosik says, the Torah tells us that the Kohanim would have a special underwear that they would use in order to cover up their private areas. So even if they would be walking up steps, it wouldn't reveal anything inappropriate. So what is the understanding of this Pasuk? Says the Medrash, there's another understanding or, or a deeper understanding of what the Pasuk means when it says that they shouldn't allow their private areas to be revealed to the Mizbeach. It means there's something else that shouldn't be allowed to be revealed. They shouldn't take big steps. When you go up a ramp, you take little steps, the measure says. If you go up steps, you're taking bigger steps. And when you take big steps, big steps are in our sages' eyes, in the in the Hashkafa Satira, in the understanding of our sages, Big steps show haughtiness. Psiyos gases. Big steps represent the fact that I think that I'm amazing, that I think I'm so awesome. In a way that's over the top. Right? That's psiyos gases. A humble person walks, maybe looking down a little bit, walks in small steps. They should walk in small steps like this, one, the, the back of the foot next to the, the beginning of the other foot. The idea is, the Torah is teaching us that when a Kohen walks, even though he's a messenger of the Jewish people to serve Hashem, even though he's, he's a spiritually awesome person, you need to have humility. It needs to be done with humility. When you serve Hashem, it needs to be done with humility. Generally, life needs to involve humility. Now we have the connection between the 
the ramp of the Mizbeach and the Pasuk Ve'elu HaMishpatim, which is our Parsha, which has to do with these are the laws to place in front of the judges so that the judges know how to to deal with matters that have to do with the Jewish people when they've done things wrong, etc. There is an obligation on judges. Hashem says, exhort the judges that they shouldn't walk with big steps in judgment, which means there should be, you have to have extreme caution. If you are a judge, you have power. If you are a kayen, a, a priest, you have power, you have honor. Sometimes it comes from the fact that you're a spiritual leader. Sometimes it comes from the fact that you're a, you have the power over people's lives. The power of judgment is very powerful. But either way, the Medrash tells us, it's so important to take small steps, to limit our gaiva, to be aware of the fact that it's so easy for our pride, our, our arrogance, to slip in, even if we are great, or maybe especially because we're great, as our sages tells, whoever is a greater person has a greater Yitzhahara. So that's the first point. The first point is of the of of the beginning of our parsha. We need humility to the fact that we are great. We need humility, and that could be between ourselves and our children, our families. We are the leader of our family. We have awareness of this. We have power over them. We are the judge. We are perhaps even the spiritual leader of our family. We're like the kaihanim, but we need to have. We need to be aware and have take small steps in the language of our sages. Now I want to share with you something which at the first at, at first glance seems to be unrelated, but I think that there's a deep relationship between this first idea and the second idea that I'm about to share. God says to Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem says that He's going to send an angel in front of the Jewish people to lead them who is the angel? Is it a good thing? Is it a negative thing? Many of the Midrashim here say that the fact that there was an angel instead of Hashem directly leading the Jewish people was a negative thing. But there are also Midrashim that say that it was a positive thing. So I'm going to read you two of them. Pasuk says, I'm going to send an angel in front of you. Midrash says a beautiful idea. Pasuk says in Tehillim in Psalms, chapter 34, verse, verse 8. Hashem places an encampment of angel, it says it in singular, an angel encampment Hashem places around those who fear Him, and He saves them. What is this singular angel? When a person does a single mitzvah, he gets a single angel, which there, from, from then on, henceforth, that angel is around him and protects him. When I do a positive action, I give tzedakah, I learn a word of Torah, I daven with kavana, I act with kindness towards my friend. When I do a mitzvah, I create a malach, I create an angel, and that angel protects me. 
The more mitzvahs you do, the more malachim you get. If you do two mitzvahs, you get two angels to protect your shenamar. Ki malachov, yitzavalach nishmorcha b'chadarachecha. Pasuk says in Psalm chapter 91 verse 11, God will command his angels, which is plural. The, the, the least amount of plural angels is two. To, to protect you in all of your ways. Oisahar mitzvahs. If you do a lot of commandments, Hashem will place half of His encampment of angels at your disposal if you do lots of mitzvahs. The word yipol, as is explained by the Mephoshim here, the word yipol sometimes means to fall, but it can also mean lishkon, to, to dwell. So you'll have a thousand angels or ten thousand angels Dwelling near you. Hu chatzimachaneu. That's half of God's encampment. Shanema rechev elikim riboisaim alfeishinon. There are twenty thousand angels that accompany God, as it were, accompanies God's uh, chariot. Right, the chariot, the Meisim Merkava, where where Yechezkel sees Ezekiel sees the chariot. It means the, the throne of God that he sits on, that he rides. That's the Jewish people. He rides on us, which is an important point, actually. That's to do with our topic, as we'll soon see. You do a mitzvah, you get an angel. You do two mitzvahs, you get two angels. You do a thousand mitzvahs, you get a thousand angels. Ten thousand, ten thousand angels. You get God's encampment. You get the encampment of angels. When we do Hashem's will, which in this parsha we say Nasav and Ishma, we will do your will, God. Whatever you say, whatever we're gonna do, we will listen. It happens when we when we keep God's will. When we do Hashem's will, we get protection. We get angels that protect us. Last medrash. Last medrash for today. Hinei Anoichi also on the topic of angels. Hinei Anoichi Shelech Malach. God says to Moses, the, the angel that I sent to protect the forefathers, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, that same angel is going to protect their children. This reminds, this reminds us of the idea which we spoke about previously that has to do with what Moshe Rabbeinu's face changed to Avram's face has to do with the fact that the zchus that our forefathers, the incredible spiritual power that they brought down into the world through their good deeds, remains for us today. This is represented here as well. The angel that they created, perhaps we could say, based on the other medrash, the angel that protected them, protects us as well. The Pasuk says, Abraham, in blessing Isaac, says to him that God, the, the Hashem, the God of the heavens, He will send His angel in front of you. You'll be protected. What do we find that Yaakov says to his kids, to Menashe and Ephraim? HaMalach Right, he speaks of the angel that protected him, so he had this protective angel as well, and he blessed his children and grandchildren that they would also have this protective angel. 
This angel protected me from Esav. It protected me from Lavan. The, the angel, which again, the angel is the spiritual protection that's created when we do good deeds. It is that which gave me my sustenance in the times of famine. God says to Moses, Hashem says, the angel that they had for protection, that's going to be, that's going to be available for the Jewish people as well. That angel is going to be available. Whenever you see the angel, along with the angel comes the Shechina. Okay, so let's let's get this. You do a mitzvah, you get an angel. With the angel comes Shechina. Shechina means God's divine presence manifests. You see that Hashem is there. You experience godliness. Where do we see it? We learn it from the fact that when Moshe Rabbeinu had the awesome revelation at the Sne, at the burning bush. So, the Pasuk says that an angel appeared to him. The angel that appeared to him, the angel that appeared to him, then, after it appeared to him, Hashem called to him. Right, so you see that the angel, and that at first comes the angel, and then comes the Shechina, the divine presence. Not only that, but the time that the Jewish people call out to God, they get saved. Okay, so we said the angel provides protection, but not only does the angel provide protection, and not only does the Shechina reside there, but when the Jewish people call out to God, they get a salvation. Meaning, it doesn't just protect them, but if let's say they weren't protected for some reason, and something negative is occurring to them, it's still, the, the angel can still be activated through their calling out to Hashem. That's what it says, again, by the Sneh. Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, the call, the call, the tzaka. The, the scream of the Jewish people in pain because of the difficulties that they were going through has reached me. Pasuk says, by Gidon, it's in Shoftim, in Judges, chapter 6, verses 11 and 12. There is also a similar concept there in regards to Gidon that he called out to Hashem. There was a revelation of Hashem, and then Hashem. First, there was a revelation of the angel, and then Hashem Himself was revealed. But there's a salvation. Gideon was able to to act as a savior on behalf of the Jewish people because of this um, uh, order of things, because of this train of events. First, the mitzvah; second, the angels; third, the shechina; and fourth, the salvation. He was able to act as a vehicle for all of these aspects. Gidon. 
Bo al Yisrael, Shalemar. I'm sorry, Bishoshi Yigole, Hagula Bo al Yisrael. Shalemar, here in Yishalech, Malachi Yufina Derch Lefonai. Pasuk says, you want to know what's going to happen at the end of time, when the ultimate salvation is going to occur. It's going to occur in the same procession, in the same order, in the same way. The Jewish people creates merits. The Jewish people creates malachim, angels. The Jewish people experiences shechina, God's presence. And the Jewish people experiences salvation. It's an incredible thing. And I want to point out one more thing, which is going to connect us back to the beginning of the Parsha and also give us a deeper understanding of what's going on here. And once a person, let's say, has gone through this train and has the protection, how do you keep it? How do you hold on to that connection to Hashem and and that it shouldn't be lost? The Be'er Ma'arif one of the explanations, one of the Mephorshim on the side of the Medrash says, Our sages tell us that this Malach that we're speaking about here, this angel, is a huge spiritual being. It's like, unbelievable. It's a very powerful spiritual entity. So our sages said, Al-Tamer boy. The Pasuk says, don't uh, don't contradict or don't don't uh, mix anything up in relationship to this angel literally it means don't defy the angel but Chazal say that Hashem means to say don't mix me up with the angel let's get things clear don't get confused right? we see throughout the Parshish that Hashem put, puts a cloud and the cloud represents that His presence is there. The Jewish people know that God is present because they see the cloud. Don't mix up the cloud with Hashem, right? It's an important, it's an important Yisoy, foundational concept. In Yiddishkeit, God is incorporeal. He doesn't have a physical body. God is transcended. He's spiritual. But He interacts with us. He shows Himself to us. Sometimes we can recognize it through seeing the divine providence that's in our lives. Sometimes we see it openly, sometimes it's hidden. But the Malach, that we experience, the special Siyat HaDishmaya that we have, don't make a mistake. Don't make a mistake and think that it has its own existence separate from Hashem. Says the, the Marif, how could I make a mistake? It's an angel. This is God. This is an angel. How could I make this mistake? Says the Marip, Marif, that once Hashem reveals to the Jewish people that you can get salvation, like we saw at the end of this Medrash, you can, all you need to do is call out to me and I'm going to answer you. So what happens when I call out and I'm answered? I can make a mistake. Hey, look, I did it. I did it. I prayed. God did it. But I can make this mistake. It's such an easy mistake to make. That through my tefillah, God brought about a salvation, but I brought about the salvation through my tefillah. 
You got to keep it. Altimi Reini, but don't mix things up. Don't mix things up. Be clear. Be very clear. When you have an angel, when you have a, when you have Shechina, when you have the answer to your prayers, you have salvation comes. Don't think that it's you. But I did the mitzvah and I created the No. You did the mitzvah. You followed God's will and God placed a malach, an, an angel there to protect you and help you. But it's not you. Let's get it clear. It's, it's, it's still not you. It's still not you. Back to the beginning of the parsha, Elaham Mishpatim. We said that the, the Koyin has to be careful. Don't walk up the steps in, in big steps with gaiva, with, with, with ego. Don't walk up the steps that way. Be careful. Be careful as you walk up the steps. Be careful as you judge people. Be careful any place that you have power. Don't take it for yourself. Don't think that it's yours. Spiritual power, social power, wealth, all of these things, whatever the context is, and everyone has a, a, a certain amount of power in their lives, no matter what, because of course everything is relative, but every one of us has this issue that we need to to look at squarely and say, it's not mine. Where did the where did the talent come from? It comes from Hashem. Where did the mitzvah come from? It comes from Hashem. Where did the power of prayer come from? It comes from Hashem. And that Ve'ela Hamishpatim, you want to know what are the rules of life? You want to know what is the true way of existing in life? This is it. It's with a recognition that no matter what we have, no matter where we are, we can't take credit for ourselves. It always comes back to Hashem and the blessings that He's given us. We just need to have gratitude for them and remind ourselves and repeat to ourselves and say it over and over again. Hashem, it's you. Take small steps. Do something in your life that's physical that requires humility. Remind yourself. So I speak to you and I speak to me when I say that I would like to bless you and ask you to bless me. That we should be able to recognize the awesome spiritual power of our mitzvahs, of, of humility even. Hashem should help us to indeed recognize that the power comes from Him. Hashem should give us the malachim, the angels to protect us. And we should remember that He is the one, ultimately, who is always protecting us. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.